Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Today I'd like to talk to you about BHP and Rio. Now it's been reported that they would be the biggest losers if the resource super profits tax came in in its current form. Now for one thing, they don't like it in its current form for obvious reasons because they don't want to pay more money. But for another reason in that they don't want to be paying future cash flows from existing projects. But the question is, should Australians be sharing more in the rewards that these companies are reaping by digging out the commodities from our soils? What I find interesting is how Kevin Rudd's no longer with us. He was one of the first people, although there have been others in history, politicians that is, that have challenged the mining companies. But he's actually tried to stand up to the mining companies to get more money back for Australians. And the mining companies have come back with a huge campaign, a fear campaign about the fact that they would go offshore and there would be lots of job losses. Now there's a question mark over whether that's the case because there's still a lot of money to be made here in Australia even with the tax in place. BHP and Rio recently, or around about the same time as all this has happened with Kevin Rudd, have been reported to pay the WA government an increase in their royalties. So these are the taxes that uh, companies pay to the state governments to be able to mine these resources. Apparently now they're up at the level of other mining companies. Now why is it that they've been given a discount, if you like, on the amount of tax that they have to pay when other companies, potentially smaller companies, have to pay higher levels? Now to me this is about the states doing deals with these companies. And this is even more of a justification as to why the resource rent tax, when it comes in, because I'm actually betting that it will come in in some form, is controlled at the federal level. I read somewhere, I think it was in an article in the Financial Review a few weeks ago, that there have been benefits that have been given to these mining companies since the 1960s and they haven't been paying the royalties that other mining companies have been paying. And also recently, BHP and Rio paid lump sums to the Western Australian government to secure changes in their operations that would prepare them for the joint venture. Now that's all really well and good. They've also secured the Western Australian government's vote for the joint venture. So I wonder what that secures for the Western Australian government at the same time. By these changes having been put in place, BHP and Rio stand to gain some savings with or without the joint venture. I mean, these companies have made some massive profits over the years. Since 2004, there was an article in the Fin Review recently that talked about a 500% increase in some cases with the cost or with the sale value of iron ore. So BHP obviously is a beneficiary and Rio as well in that area. 300 to 400% increases in the prices of coal since 2004. And a lot of projects have got over hurdles because of these price increases. But at the same time, the contribution that they're paying back to the Australian people has, does not necessarily reflect such huge increases. Now, over 2011, it's reported that there'll be a 23% increase in the sale price of our resources. So even if they do pay a resource rent tax or a resource super profits tax, whichever way you like to t call it, there'll be big money to be made still by mining in this country. The ACCC are going to announce a decision on the 22nd of July as to whether they will approve the joint venture. And then BHP and Rio have to jump another hurdle in Europe because they're listed on, on the exchange over there in the UK and that has to pass approval there. So we still won't know for some time whether it will go ahead. 
I've also read lots of things about Rio recently and how they're setting up projects overseas and, and it sort of tries to make out to the people who are reading the articles that Rio are leaving Australia with this tax coming in place and now they're heading overseas because it's going to be more viable for them to do that. Well, I also read a number of articles that said that these projects were very small and they'd actually, in relative terms to the size of the operations of Rio, and that they've been planning these for a long time. And I also heard um, on a radio program one evening a number of employees talking to the journalists that were working for some of the mining companies saying that even though the uh, media have been told that projects are being put on hold, that the projects that are currently underway are full st- going full steam ahead and nobody's holding the reins back there. So you just have to um, keep your ears to the ground to hear what's really going on out there, I think. The other interesting thing about the miners is these guys pay pay much higher taxes than the mining companies that employ them. And they don't get the sorts of deductions, generous deductions that the government give these mining companies. BHP closed on Friday at $38.80 after trading above the $40 level, which is a really strong resistance level for this stock. Now, if BHP was to head below $37, that would give me cause for concern. In the case of Rio, uh, it closed at 69.60 after trading above 70 or to 72.85, and if it falls below $65 again, I would be looking at that very carefully. Do you remember the fuss that was made about the GST coming in and how businesses were reportedly going to go bust and uh, people weren't going to be able to cope with the paperwork, etc. Now there have been a lot of changes to the the way the GST um, is reported and how all that's managed, which has helped businesses along the way. I'm sure that the resource super profits tax was never envisaged to go in in its current form, even though Kevin Rudd was really pushing it the way that it was. Governments always make compromises to get things through in the legislation, and there's a lot of money to be dug up out of the the ground in Australian soils, so people aren't going to run away from that. Why is it that the government's taken so long to confront the mining companies to secure a greater share in the wealth that's coming from the ground? I mean, the answer to me is that they've got such a lot of money and power and they can actually influence state governments to make certain decisions that are not necessarily in the best interest of the nation, but maybe in the interest of that state government at the time. To me, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity and Australians need to really look at the facts seriously. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. 